Yeah, we're not in the club, but we're right next to it. Me and my crew, we are country club adjacent. Country club adjacent. Country club adjacent, baby. Country club adjacent. Country club adjacent, baby. Welcome back to another edition of Country Club Adjacent. I'm your host, Mart the Dart Dartsman, and I am joined here in studio with absolutely fucking nobody today. It is only me, the Dart, me and you, together for a whole hour talking about fucking God knows what. Um, the boys are gone. They're all dead. <laughs> they didn't die there. They're at the PGA show this year, and I, uh, I, I didn't go because I'm not a, I'm not a PGA cuck, bro. If there was a live show, I'd be fuck. No, I'm just playing. I, I have to do a show in Portland, so I stuck around the office and I figured, hey, if no one else is gonna podcast, I'll be here with y'all. I'll be here to talk shit. I don't even care. I don't care that I don't have Griff here eating scones. I don't care that I don't have, I definitely don't care that I don't have Jake here breathing down my neck about this Malvon sweater that I'm wearing. What I do care about is that my buddy Stotts isn't sitting next to me. Um, but other than that, it is what it is. I'm going to fucking Portland, bro. I'm going to Portland tomorrow and I haven't even booked my flight. I haven't even booked my flight yet. I haven't booked my flight. I haven't booked my re return flight. I don't think I've sold any tickets. I told my ma my manager hit me up and he was like, "Yo, uh, ticket count." And I and I literally stopped him dead in his tracks and I said, "Shut the fuck up. Do not tell me about a ticket count unless it's sold out. I don't want to hear that there's seven tickets sold. I don't want to hear that there's fifteen. I don't. We need a final push. I don't care unless it's sold out. And let me tell you." He has not hit me up to say it's sold out, bro. And and uh, and and I think I know the reason why is because these fucking pussies in Portland are protesting the comedy club that I am doing because of Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Apparently, Michael, Ra do you, I don't know if anybody remembers right? Michael Rappaport. Portland does. Michael Rappaport did a show at Portland Helium, and um, Portland has been up in arms about helium platforming, um, I think, quote-unquote, genocides, uh, a, hot, a hot, hot speaker. These fucking pussies in Portland, bro. Could you... F Listen, bro, it's a great city. But anybody... If you're a protester in Portland, you're a fucking pussy, bro. What are you protesting? You're protesting a comedy club? You're not going to go to a comedy club? Why? Because some fucking white guy was there a month ago and 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 he's a bad comic and he was in the movie Kids 30 fucking years ago and hasn't done anything of relevance since and you're like, "Oh, we're not going back to there." Bro, I'm telling you, the club posted one of my clips, and I look at the fucking clip, and there was like 15 comments on the clip that they put. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Maybe we're going to start selling tickets. Every comment on on the page was like, 
we would be going to see you, Mark, but we're not giving that fucking club a dollar of our money. What about me? <laughs> Why can't you give a dollar of your money to me? Because that club gives me money. You guys up there fucking protesting God knows what. What the fuck even happens in Portland? Last time I was in Portland, they are protesting the live tournament. That still went off without a hitch. And Liv is joining up with the PGA Tour this year. So what fucking did your protest do, Portland? What are you protesting? I'm from fucking San Francisco. We protest real shit. Not fucking Michael Rappaport. You guys are protesting Michael fucking Rappaport. Who the fuck is Michael Rappaport? Who gives a fuck? Then I got to fucking fly to Portland to go do a show for seven people. Because the whole goddamn... And listen, I don't know. It may be, I may be doing a show for less than seven people. And I may be doing a show for seven people. And it's not because of the protest. But you goddamn fucking better believe that I'm blaming it on you, Portland. Fucking unbelievable. What a shit town. Bro, I'm from San Francisco, okay? The homeless are scary. They'll stab you. They'll rob you. They'll freak you. The f it... I go up to Portland and everyone's like, don't go downtown. Don't go downtown. It's 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 scary. The homeless are scary in Portland. Bro, I walked through downtown, the homeless in Portland. They had JBL speakers. <laughs> they were listening to J. Cole. I'm not scared of any homeless person that has a JBL speaker with Bluetooth connection to their phone while they're playing all my life, all my life, trying to keep me down. They're not trying to keep you down, bro. You're homeless, bro. You're keeping yourself down. And you're going to keep, keep keeping yourself down if you keep protesting stupid fucking things and, and not allowing yourself to have a good time with the dartsman. Fucking Portland, bro. Unbelievable. That being said, like, I'm excited to go up. Have you ever been to Portland, Liff? Uh, we were there for that uh, back off thing that one time. Remember? No. That was in Portland? Before, right before, I think it was Jersey. I think it was. You guys did the back offs, remember? And then Gr uh, Griff hit the ball and it hit the girl in the back. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> yeah, we were up in Portland last time. Last time we were in Portland, uh, Griff just stonewalled. A bro, they had us up for a back off challenge. And Griff's out there just whacking balls, and he stonewalls the lady that literally booked us out <laughs> and hit her in the chest with a golf ball. In the chest to where she made an audible, ooh, oof, an oof. Yeah. That's the only time. We were yeah. only there for like a day. It's, it's uh, I, nice. you know, I would tell you to come through, but it's not going to be, I don't think I'm selling any tickets out there. That being said, the club's great, bro. It's a fucking great club. Like, people that protest comedy club, it's the dumbest shit. Like, dude, grow up. Get a life. If you think that Portland Helium is platforming Michael Rappaport by 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 having him there, no, he's they're not plat. They're trying to stay in business, bro. They're trying to, they have to, comedy clubs have to book. People like Michael Rappaport and male strippers like the Thunder Down Under. These 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 guys that sell tickets, but they're not classic co comedians. Like they're not in it for the love of the sport, but they have to do that to stay in business so that they can book fucking schmucks like me, who's an actual funny comedian that just doesn't sell tickets yet. 
You know, and people don't understand. People are like, they're a platform without Healy and Michael Rappaport. Dude, without Healy, Michael Rappaport would book a fucking show down the street. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> fucking pussies, bro. The people that protest comedy, bro, are such pussies, bro. It's fucking ridiculous. I watched Chappelle's new special. You see Chappelle's new special? I haven't special? seen it yet, no. Fucking hilarious. The mid was okay, but the ending and the beginning were fucking phenomenal, bro. And, and, and all I read was about, he's talking about trans people again. He's talking about trans people. He's not. He has one joke about, and it's, and it, well, he's got like five callbacks to it, but it's like, it's just, it's fucking jokes, you fucking Portland pussies. I feel like it's smart that he does that because when they complain about it, it gets all over the news and then it just blows it up. Even yeah, it's more. like when it's like when a video game like puts in like a broken weapon yeah. and they like leave it in for a month and they're like, why aren't they taking this out? No one likes it. It's because everyone's bitching about it and they want fucking people to talk about it. So I'm going to Portland. I don't think I'm playing golf. I don't even I haven't even booked a flight yet, so like I I don't know I don't even know if I'm going yet. <laughs> I gotta have Alex book my flight so I can Venmo him because my bank card hasn't come yet. Going to Portland and I'm doing this like solo comedy thing now, and it, dude, it's fucking hard, man. It's so much harder than YouTube golf. Like I I would say it's as hard as getting a hundred thousand views on a video to like get fucking. 30 people at the show mm. and then like no matter what any place i go to a day later it's like when you coming to portland <laughs> and it's like bro i'll fucking I'll, I'll i'll go to your house i'll duct tape your eyes open and make you watch 40 hours of michael rapaport footage <laughs> like this is a, a clockwork orange bro nothing but michael rapaport you text me when am i coming to portland after i get from portland I just got back from Bakersfield. Mm. Mm. That's where it was, yeah. Bakersfield. How'd that go? Uh, dude, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, ba dude, the comedy club booker, when he booked me, like, the dude that reached me out, he mm. was like, yo, hit up this dude. He really wants to book you. You can make, like, fucking 3K. I'm like, I'll go to Bakersfield for three grand. Yeah. So I start talking with the booker. The booker's like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm asking for better deals. I'm like, yo, this isn't the deal that this dude told me about. He probably texted that dude. Why would you tell him I give him that much? Yeah. So <laughs> then, so then, like, so then he's fucking, so then, so then we're going back and forth. Oh, cool. Minimum is like this, this, and this. Or he goes, you can, you, you have the potential to make this number, this number, and this number. All three numbers were in my range of numbers okay. of like, yo, I'll come out there. Numbers. Press the phone. No. Green button incoming. <coughs> get the bag. I get out there and, uh, you know, didn't fucking sell it out <laughs> because apparently there's a lot of shit to do. In I, I booked a show in Bakersfield on a Saturday when there was a Niners game. There was a UFC fight. Mm -hmm. Big um, UFC fight, too. Yeah, big UFC fight, big Niners game. And then, like, some some other fucking idiot was in town. Michael Rappaport or some shit. And I, and it's just, the show is great. Bakersfield people are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But the amount of money I made was upsetting, to say the least. 300 bucks or? 500 bucks. Oh, nice. 500 bucks. The numbers that I was looking at was $2,200. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, all right, well, I got this many tickets sold. I guess I'm going to hit the 2200 number. Mm -hmm. And then after the set, the manager came and she said, here's this check. 
just put this in your pocket. And I, and immediately I went, uh-uh. Like it, like it was a favor almost? Like, just get out of here before you... Yeah. Don't yeah. open it here. Open it somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. don't open it here. <laughs> open it. Open it when you get in the car and I'm already gone. Yeah. And I already know that energy. And, like, the lady who was paying me wasn't the one that arranged the book. So I was like, I already know I'm going to look at this check and fucking freak the fuck out. And I didn't even get into my car before the manager that booked me, like, texted me and was like, yo, these are the numbers. I'm sorry. And I was like... It was so much lower than what I thought. I was like, all right, well, maybe like 15. And then he like texted me the five. And I was like, bro, like I would not have come out here. And he's like, well, I just could have used some extra push on your. And it's like, hey, listen, buddy, this is this is where my like. I'm a big read between the lines guy. Mm -hmm. Like someone will say something. And I will hold your fucking feet to the fire uh, on like, why? And the, uh, 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 no, 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 you can't just tell me why. So I was talking with him and I was like, you know, da, 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 like, why? He's like, oh, I just could have used some extra push on your end. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? He's like, well, I only saw a couple Instagram posts. And I was like, so here we go. <laughs> and now, now my why is answered. Mm -hmm. You Fucking don't ever like you don't see shit. You don't. Are you paying me because I only posted twice on Instagram about the show? You don't know about the Facebook ads that I took out. Mm -hmm. You also promoted it on here. Yeah, and I didn't take out Facebook ads, but like you don't know. <laughs> and podcast, I fucking read it seven times on the podcast. Yeah. I'm like you actually didn't, but yeah. No, I did. <laughs> I didn't no take out fucking, Facebook. No I forgot to talk about it, but still. No one fucking listens. <laughs> but I talked about it every fucking time. I said, hey, I'm going to be live streaming on Twitch.tv slash Mark Smiles Live. And also I'll be on Bakersfield. Fucking unbelievable, bro. That being said, like, great club. You know, no shouts out, but shouts out the Well Comedy Club. It, it's a very fun club. What pissed me off was, like, I had texted him earlier because I'm going out there with Bert in, mm -hmm. a, in a month. And I was like, yo, we can reschedule the show. After Bert, I'll probably sell more tickets. Mm -hmm. He's like, let me think about it. Da, 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 da. It's a little late. I was like, all right, bro, whatever. And then he like doesn't text me back. He texts me at 7.52 a.m. on a Saturday <laughs> going, can you do radio? Call in this number at 8 a.m. And I texted him back at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, <laughs> bitch, if you thought I was ever waking up at 7 a.m. on a fucking Saturday, mm -hmm. you got me fucked up. <laughs> like, bro, I'm a YouTube video game golfer, comedian. My hour, if I'm up at 7, I ain't doing radio. I'm on Warzone trying to get the fucking bot lobbies mm. if I'm up at 7, which I may or may have not been up at 7 this morning. We have yeah. an exciting new <laughs> sponsorship to talk Good about call. this year. Let's go. June Shine, baby. They now. are not just a kombucha. Mm. They are a ready-to-drink cocktail. And let me tell you, we are ready to drink them. Guys, please check them out. Juneshine, their new flavors are fantastic. They got tequila, they got vodka, and they are delicious. And that kombucha, good for the gut biome, baby. They also have that, but they're beyond that now, Griff. Also, dude, they just came out, I can say this, from the heart. Yep. They just came out with a light lager. 
and it is called Easy Rider. Oh and when I tell it you, is. it is tasty. This is the best beer I've ever tasted. Yep. Like I got mad when yep. they first gave it to us because I'm like, this is not out yet. This is like, and it I can't just get this. Came out. Yeah, it just came out in 24, and it is phenomenal. So good, dude. It's, yep. it's, I swear to God, this Easy Rider is great. And I just want to say thank you to Juneshine for sending me the box. And Griff, Griff got some. If he drank, I would have gave him some. But unfortunately, you know, it's going to stay in my fridge. Unfortunately, because somebody on this podcast doesn't know how to share. And those actions have just reach out, reach out to Forrest okay? separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, of course, uh, as someone with no water source, you have to be able to store something. So mm-hmm. You have to store some of the water. Yeah. Rated. If you but, can't create the water, you have oh, to store the water. But that's water. right. June Shine, get it at your local store, whether that's like a, a, a Ralph's or a grocery store. Or, or a liquor store. Kind of liquor store or even a gas station. They, they, they carry them there. So check them out. Yeah. June Shine. What's up, Cuckos? The Dart here to remind you that we will be at the Waste Management this year fucking with the Palm Tree crew at the Nine Club. Wait, god damn it. The Nine Lounge. Mm-hmm. The Nine Lounge. Nine Lounge. The Nine Lounge. Oh, we're just going to leave this in. We're at the Nine Lounge at the Waste Management with the Palm Tree crew. That's Ricky Fowler's crew. Come through. Kick it. If you're, if you're, uh, we'll be on hole nine. Or or at the nine lot. I don't know, bro. I just, we just love the palm tree. Just come hang, hang. You were up at seven. I, I was up at like six, but like the lobbies just like weren't getting any easier. <laughs> and I was just like, bro. And then like I got a bot lobby and I died like right off rip. And I was just like, I I'm just going to bed, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't be this bad, dude. Mm. Fucking Bakersfield, bro. And these are the towns I gotta go to. Bakersfield, Portland. Chicago probably will be fun, actually. Mm-hmm. I think Chicago is going to sell. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of good. I don't think anybody in Chicago is protesting. And you know why? Because they got real shit fucking going on in Chicago. They got actual crime, murder, shit going on. Not like Portland, but your fucking white cucks. And they're like, my beard's not soft enough. I must stand outside in the cold and protest these animal fat using beard softeners. Shut the fuck up, pussy. Drink your craft beer and come to my fucking show and stop bitching about Michael fucking Rappaport. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Unfucking believable. Wasn't that, weren't we in Portland when the kid hit the hole in one? Uh, I don't think so. Not that I remember. Where was that? I think hole in one. Are you talking about like it was on your YouTube video and stuff? When or, they when the kid came, weren't you there for that? No, I don't think so. I haven't I haven't witnessed a hole in one yet. So oh, I was in no, I was in Canada. Mm. Oh yeah, because when you had all the people come out, right? Yeah, usually usually if the if the if the shows are selling well, if I'm doing a weekend, I'll I'll go golf with with like uh, the fans. Uh-huh. And a kid came out and just like hit a hole in one, yeah. and then like acted all like brand new about it. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, my bad." I was like, "Yo, what the fuck, you, bro?" He's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. So what are the uh, other shows that you're doing aside from Portland? Oh, you want to know the funny thing about Bakersfield real quick? Mm. Was that like all the comics, like I didn't have any openers. Like I could have brought people, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. Just like sometimes you want to let the local talent like yeah. that was always my favorite thing. Is like when I was a local is like getting the opportunity to go open up for the headliner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when the headliner would bring um would bring a. Uh, Hold on, my manager's calling me. Alex. Marcus, 
I'm in the middle of a podcast. I don't want to interrupt that then. Can you call me right after? I just want to go through a few kind of time-sensitive things. Yes, um, and I will be sending you my Portland flight information um, to, to do the protesting comedy show um, uh, after this podcast. I'll be kicking that off my list of things to ask you for later. All right, bet, 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 bet. All right, sounds good. Call me when you're out. For sure. A couple of time-sensitive things, guys. <laughs> time-sensitive. You know what that means? It looks like you're only going to get 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. bro. <laughs> Time-sensitive. And you must cash it. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Um, you said some cool shit happened in Bakersfield. Something funny. Oh, oh, the these talent. comics, bro. So yeah. the comics. And, like, I'm like, dude, they're all, like, sweating, bro. And and a couple of the openers were like big fans, bro. Like dude was like, and I was like, damn, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And they were cool. They're listening to Larry June in the green room. Ooh. And I was like, damn, these guys are sick. Let's fucking go. And and then the the feature kid, he was like, he was like so nervous. Like my like, oh, fuck, it's my first time feature. I was like, bro, like relax. I was like, it's the easiest spot. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like and I was like, damn, look at these guys all nervous. This is so adorable, right? Um, and then the fucking manager or not the manager, the host was like, Oh, by the way, if you need something, if you need a little energy, I got you. And I was like, uh, they're not nervous. They're just on cocaine. (laughs) That's all it is. They're on cocaine. And then I start looking, everybody was on cocaine, even the audience members. I was looking at the audience members and motherfuckers were doing this thing, like with their legs and shit. And then there was one person in the audience that I saw, and I cannot, for the life of me, put their name to the face, and and it has been haunting me ever since the show. Like, I wake up with her face, and I'm like, how do I know this lady? If you were at the Bakersfield show, and you watched this podcast, and you were sitting stage right, and you have blonde hair, I know you. I don't forget you, but I just don't know where I know you from. But thank you for coming out. Was she a fan? She came up and stuff. Or what? I, I do. I, I I like. I don't remember. No, I didn't talk to anybody after the show. Really. Mm. You did the dude. There were six fuck. No, I didn't really do the dip. But like, there were six people that were like golfers, and they didn't even know who I was. Mm. And I was just like, this is fucking insane, bro. Like, they're like, you were making fun of us being golfers, but you're wearing Malbin. I was like. Do you not know who I am? They're like, not at all. I was like, well, fuck me, dude. And they were like, yeah, you should come out to our private country club and talk. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be more than $500. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that much, bro. I'm fucking, it, it was just, it was just, it, it reminded, like, finding out everybody was on cocaine was like, did I tell you what happened on New Year's when I went back to the city? Mm-mm. I was in New Year's. I, I went to San Francisco for, for New Year's shows at Cobb's Comedy Club. And, you know, I started comedy in San Francisco and I've had a very fun year, Um, a crazy year, like a year to where you come back to your hometown and everyone's like, let's dude, good shit. And so after the Cobb shows, usually there's a party at Punchline Comedy Club for New Year's and it goes to like five in the morning. All the comics come out. So we ended up going. Um... And I was like, you know, I, I kind of want to get my flowers. I kind of want to hear people kiss the ring a little bit, you know. I, I want to. I need a little zhuzh. I was feeling a little down in the dumps. They didn't even let me ho- headline Cobb's Comedy Club. 
So I just ended up having to bury the headliner every show. <laughs> and I get to the punchline and I'm just getting fucking my ring kissed. I mean, people were bringing me flowers, bro, mm. like in droves. And it was like awesome. People were coming up to me. I'm so happy for you, Mark. And like, I I get jealous of everybody, but for you, like, it's so fucking cool. And everyone was looking me dead in the eyes without blinking. And I was like, this is awesome. And then my boy walked in and I looked at him for about one and a half seconds. And I was like, you are on ecstasy. And he was like, everybody here is on <laughs> ecstasy. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that I wasn't getting flowers. <laughs> I was getting ecstasy, bro. Mm -hmm. Everyone was just on drugs, giving me compliments, bro. The last time I took ecstasy, I apologized to a guy that I wanted to kill for like three years. <laughs> that I like fought. I, I fought him. And then I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry, bro. Hey, man, that's not the energy I want, bro. Give me true non-drug energy, bro. Yeah, stand on business. Stand on business, bro. <laughs> you ain't fucking happy for me. You ain't happy for me opening up for Burton these sold-out arenas and driving two hours to go to Bakersfield to not sell out the show for a couple hundred bucks. You ain't happy. You don't know this lifestyle of waking up at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. I mean, going to bed at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. And then driving an hour to come bitch for 45 minutes about two cities on a golf podcast? I was watching golf last night. I was like, let me watch some golf last night to maybe I'll have something to talk about. Mm. And then I was like, oh, this is great. I'll talk about the Farmers Open. Mm. And it was like last year's Farmers Open. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. What are we going to do? Talk about last year's Farmers Open? Is there really any golf going on right now? Any tournament? Uh, next, next, uh, this weekend is the Farmers Open. Uh, okay, and then obviously waste management. And then obviously waste management. We'll we'll, we'll be at uh, with the Palm Tree Crew, and and you know hopefully some people will actually know me that aren't on drugs, and it'll make me feel okay. And you know another show that we were supposed to do in Arizona, but we canceled it because the rest of our pod doesn't do comedy anymore. And but we still say we're all stand-up comedians, but I'm the only one in the trenches that's fucking grinding and driving two hours to go to fucking Bakersfield. Booking a flight to Portland probably four weeks too late. It's going to cost me amount of money that I'm going to make on the show to fly there and back. Mm -hmm. It's a stressful time we live in. Yeah. But God damn, is it fun. Did you golf this weekend or no? Or aside from being in Bakersfield? What did I do this? No, I didn't golf at all, bro. Mm -hmm. I haven't. I I played golf. The last time I played golf was with Jake, mm -hmm. and I whooped his ass. I sank. I sank that putt on eighteen. Yeah, which which I think really like, especially wearing this Malbon jacket, like that really pissed him off. Mm -hmm. That really upset him because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, bro, and I am the best golfer in Country Club adjacent as of right now. I've beat Griff. I've beat Aristotle. I've beat Jake recently. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. And that's why they're at the PGA show. They need new tools to get better. They need new tools. They need new tools to get better, folks. You were just in Austin. I was just in Austin, yeah. Yeah, how was that? It was cool. I was with Bobby. 
I got to go to Rogan for seven minutes. So oh, so he Rogan didn't let you. So it wasn't when Rogan got back. You didn't go to go back in to watch the podcast. No, no, no. So what happened? So you just sat out there for four hours. No, no, no. no. So how long was their podcast? So their podcast uh, was two hours. So what happened was is uh, it's super private. So like he, they don't send you an address. They send you a car. So you can't like have the address. So they picked us up. Um, and so we go there, we're filming and then, so we get in we walk in and Gilbert's like, go, go, go walk, you know, just cause we were like, I wonder if they're going to let us film or not. Um, and we get in and he's asking me immediately, he's like, are you going to film? I was like, well, I was filming for Bobby. Yeah, if that's cool. He's like, no, no, we can't have anything filmed in the studio. Um, and then not, nothing outside. Did you film anything outside? And I was like, no, we didn't film anything. He's like, no building number, no nothing. I was like, no. So we're in there and we're in there for like seven minutes. We're just sitting down. Bobby immediately goes, I got to go bathroom. I got to go bathroom. And it just leaves us. So we're sitting there. It's me, George, and uh, Gil. And then there's t the two security guards. He comes up. He's like, hey, I'm so sorry. We have By the way, by the way, you, George, and Gil yeah. at Joe Rogan's place? Yeah. If I was a security guard, I'd kick your ass out too. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yo, what kind of a, what, what is this, Portland, Oregon? Yeah. What the fuck is this melting pot of people? Mm -hmm. I got a Mexican, a Filipino. And a redhead. And a fucking redhead <laughs> who, you know, just watches anime. Like, might as well be Japanese. Mm -hmm. And I was all swagged out. Gilbert was wearing the same clothes he always wears, the button-up shirt with, like, the hat. Yeah, bro, then, Gil needs to fucking. And then George is wearing a full suit. So we just looked so different. <laughs> We just looked so different. And we're what kind of swag were you wearing? I was Tell wearing, me you were wearing your cough syrup shit. No, no. So I was wearing the Amber Crabby pants that I got. Yeah, them I was wearing a Max swag. Bless Holloway shirt just in case Joe saw. He's like, oh, this <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I wore the Malvin, and I was swagged out. I had this hat on, and then uh, George full suited up with cowboy boots on, and then uh, yeah, Gil was wearing his button. Up. And only you got kicked out. No, no. So what happened was. I, I tried to do the whole like, you know, so basically the security comes up and he's like, I'm so sorry we have to do this, but because uh, Bobby came out of the bathroom and he's like, it's only a policy. The guest is only allowed to bring two people. So like my ass, I did that thing where I just stayed quiet for a little bit to see if anybody was going to offer it first. And then Gilso goes, so, so, so you guys saying someone has to leave and Bobby's like, so we have to send somebody away. And the guy's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And then me, George and Gil are just like, and I'm like, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gil, Gil's text me. I'm sorry. So I, I went outside and had an Uber and just got an Uber back. So I was looking, kind of hoping. I was like, man, hopefully Joe's like, wait, what happened? And you know, come in. But it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. He wasn't that. He didn't. So Gil told me after I left, it was still like 18 minutes till Joe showed up. So he has them get there early so they can like settle in and like look around and stuff like that. So it's all good though. I got to do that. I was at the mothership. That spot's dope. Mothership's dope as fuck, bro. Yeah. Mothership's dope. And you got to watch Bobby Lee do comedy for the first time. Got Bobby Lee's a him. fucking true comic. That's a guy that grinded for 20 years without selling tickets and then finally started doing something. Mm -hmm. Good for him, bro. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see you hang with them boys. You should be. I don't know what I'm saying. Shit. Go see Bobby your, won't go, book me. Go see your boy in Portland because he hangs with them boys. Just saying. Yeah. Nah, Bobby actually like... It's crazy his reach. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in Minnesota, it's it's classically white, like the white of white. And on the last day, I had this table full of black ladies. Mm -hmm. I mean, classically black, mm -hmm. you know, like the black of black as opposed to the white of white. Mm -hmm. And these 
ladies were fucking awesome. And I was doing my thing where I'm like, yeah, fucking no one even knows who I am or whatever. And they literally from the other, they're like, we know who you are. We came here for you. I was like, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I get out of the show. They, they're like waiting to take pictures of me. Like, we actually came for you because Bobby Lee talked about you on his podcast. Mm. And that was like a, two years ago, bro. Yeah. Like the crazy reach. That was when I texted Bobby. I was like, you got way more black fans than Santino. A hundred percent, bro. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby won't let me open for him. Mm -hmm. He told you that. Told me that straight up. Because I, I, I'm, because he thinks he can't follow me, which is fucking ridiculous. Because he's one of the best comedians. Mm -hmm. Like that dude doesn't even. That dude could follow Jesus Christ himself and still kill. Yeah, it's like his mannerisms. His little <laughs> waves. Did he get like naked? Uh, nah, he pulled down. He pulled up his shirt, but he didn't get full naked. No, but yeah, it was it was cool to see. That's the first time I've seen him do for real stand-up security over at the mothership is tight too bro oh yeah like you want to go to a comedy club <laughs> that doesn't protest bullshit bro the uh, mothership bro mm -hmm. dude i was doing a guest spot there they wouldn't even let me in the fucking club for like 30 minutes bro i was standing outside and they, they were like no shot are we letting this fucking homeless guy in we got lucky because we always walked with bobby so they knew obviously they knew bobby right so we just walked in but the second day because bobby did kill tony uh george went to lunch with somebody so he got there late and it was a whole ordeal with george and gilbert had to go down and get him and even though gilbert was there they still made him put his phone in one of those lock pouches and everything like that That shit was so funny we're all in the green room and he in has the yonder little, pouch yeah he has a little pouch and everything like that it was yeah. so funny but yeah it's it's tight but that that's a cool comedy club i, I like mothership's that great that shit was sick uh big shouts out to the mothership and adam who books that um yeah rogan put together a fucking yeah. a sick one bro i would love to go do i'm going to austin to open up for morgan J soon i i nice. forget that it's sometime in february but oh yeah that's 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 a town that's like a comedy town bro of like you're not gonna protest dumb fucking shit mm -hmm. i want to go golf i haven't gone golfing in a in, in a minute um this weekend maybe yeah we gotta take my girl out golfing yeah if you want to fucking if you want to roll i'm down I haven't golfed that much just been hitting the range have you been have you been looking at any tips uh yeah um i got I, this new tip i want to try what is it so i follow this dude on ig um uh, fucking what is his name bro it's just like scott it's just like dude from scotland and he just calls everybody marooch marooch and he's just screaming in the fucking wind He's just screaming in the wind doing tips and uh, speed golf. Okay. His name's called, his name is speed golf and he's fucking so sick, dude. And he just yells at you. And there's like, dude, you learn so much quicker from someone yelling at you than you do from someone just like trying to talk to you calmly yeah like if someone's just banging at you, like screaming at you like don't be a fucking idiot keep your fucking head down you're gonna keep your head down because you don't want to be yelled at mm -hmm. you know and this dude just constantly is just screaming at, did you bring him up at all i have him right here yeah. dude he's so fucking yeah. good he's just talking about throwing the ball down and through not out marooch not out marooch throw it down mm -hmm. And so he's got this thing about the takeaway where if you're taking, if you're throwing a ball back, right? Like, let's say I'm throwing this ball. I'm, I'm going like this with my hand, right? Mm -hmm. 
I'm going like this with my hand because on the follow through, my hand's doing the exact same motion like this, right? And so on the takeaway, people tend to go like this, right? Mm -hmm. They just take it away and, and rotate. But you want to take it away like this. You want to go like this because on the follow through, you're going like this. So it's just doing this motion. So it's almost like bringing the club back to throw the club. Yeah. And I feel like it's fixed my golf swing. Now, I haven't tried it yet, but you all know, like, when you watch a good YouTube clip, you go, oh, fuck, I figured it out. And that, like, I see it, I figured it out. Now, there's also one that Jank is, is like, catching, how does he fucking, he, like, on his downswing, he acts like you, like, catch the ball like this with your hand. Oh. Because your hands are supposed to rotate, right? Through or something. Yeah, like but like he like goes like 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 here and then like here, bro. Mm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Catch it with your lead hand, so yeah. it's supposed to twist. Yeah. Uh. And that 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 one was crazy, but I saw that too, and I was like, well, if I put both those together, I'm pretty much a scratch golfer. I feel like once I get my drive down, I'll um I'll go play any day. I'm just not comfortable with my driver. But, no, no, I mean, but you know, but like, I understand it, like you're not, but you know, I'm like, yeah. I can't hit that shit. So it's, it's so different. crazy too, like how some people like, cause I was never comfortable with the driver. Mm -hmm. I'm getting comfortable now. Like I can hit a draw with it now. Like I, I'm really striping it. And it, and it's also like the driver, bro. Like yeah. it took me five drivers to find the right driver. The craziest thing for me is that those hybrids that we got when we were at PXG, I smash those right now straight yeah they're bar. easy it's yeah, the easiest club in your back but i feel hit. like the driver should be easier because it's way bigger no because the hybrids you hit down like an iron yeah just that's what the guy told me set up just like your iron. just like an iron yeah the driver you have to scoop up mm -hmm. which is very counterintuitive to like your iron swing mm -hmm. you have to be tilted up and with the driver it's all about setup like you have to be set up correctly your shoulders have to be squared up or you just will never achieve greatness. Yeah. It's crazy to see the people that can hit driver and like can't hit iron. Like my girl, like stops. She, bro, she fucking Yeah, stops. My girl stops. <laughs> no. No, my girl fucking Mars, bro. She just fucking pounds the driver. But the irons like are just a little counterintuitive to her. I went and played with her that one time. I we used every single one of her drives, <laughs> bro. She couldn't, bro. I couldn't drive, bro. She fucking yeah. pounds it, bro. And now she's like letting it loose, and I'm like, oh fuck, bro. Like she's still got like 30, 40 yards, like in her that like hasn't, she hasn't like found out yet. Mm -hmm. And her watching her swing the driver like helped me swing the driver. Watching Stotts swing the driver fucking ruins me. Yeah, because you're like, I'm gonna try to do what he does, but I don't have the ass. I don't have the fortitude. I don't have like the masculinity that Stotts has. <laughs> Stotts has this like sacred masculinity to him mm -hmm. of just like his heritage just being like molested <laughs> like over and over again. And it's just like, dude, he's just a guy, mm -hmm. you know, Greeks. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like that though. I like to visual watch and then go do. Mm -hmm. So, but like it's that's the thing that I've learned with golf, right? Because it kind of sucks. Because I watch Stotts. Like, he sets up. 
He's more on his toes. He kind of leans his back shoulder down. So one day I did that and I was fucking blasting him. I'm like, I found my drive. Yeah, ne set up. The next time I did it, I could never do it again. Yeah, you probably weren't doing something. Yeah. That you were, I just, you were like forgetting something. I learned something though because I went into the, what's it called? The uh, simulator with the, the homie Marcos. And I was trying my driver and I was hitting it. And he noticed that when I'm in my backswing, my hands are like this, not like this. My club. Yeah, you, you vert. Yeah, my club isn't. And then you try to fucking, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he had me change that. Yeah, you got to shallow it. And he had me change my grip just a little bit. And then I started hitting him. But we had we only had like three minutes left. So I only hit like four. And I was like, all right, now I know it's in, I need to practice. So yeah. once I get that, I feel good with my irons, dog. My putter that's custom fitted. Yeah, those PHE putters are fucking dog shit, bro. My, Holy my fuck. Nice, dog. Nah, them things are fucking trash. <laughs> but no, yeah. I want to I want to like um I want to I want to like do uh like um teaching stuff for people. Mm -hmm. More of that like coaching stuff like what we did on the uh Morgan Jay and Shane Torres, like that was a lot of fun, yeah. and that was like so cool to see people hit good. Bro, when Shane hit that shot on hole two, right down the fucking pipes, mm -hmm. and you can see his body like work for the fucking shot. Like he got through the ball. If you watch that shot, his left leg, like completely, moves out of the way to let his body go through it, and like that's just like something natural that you like can't teach, but. Uh, you learn it and like to see that happen i'm like fuck that's so awesome bro mm -hmm. to watch this non-athletic dude from portland by the way mm. nah he's not a pussy but <laughs> fucking hell bro you say that you think that's probably your most enjoyable thing now that you've been in golf more is teaching you're starting to like that more i just like i love i it's you know it's so hard mm -hmm. golf is so hard but it's so much harder than for people because they make it harder for people. Golf is such a hard sport, and the culture of it is so closed off to where you don't get good lessons ever. Even if you are like, you're not gonna take it because you're nervous and you're scared, and and so to like see someone like when we were out at that Malvern tourney, mm -hmm. and I'm watching that kid hit those the, that like silky smooth swing. Which is just like code word for like, you swing like a pussy. Mm -hmm. People used to tell me that all the time. You swing silky smooth. You're like the ice cream. Yeah, but it's like I swing like a pussy. Like, because I just don't swing. And I see what his problem is. Like, I, the much, like, it's so easy for me to watch something and, and, and consult on it. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like, do it myself. Like, I can watch someone set and I can fucking add 12 punchlines. And take 12 things in different directions. Like, oh, take this here. Do this. Do this. Like, it just, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It, like, clicks for me. With the golf swing, I see someone, I'm like, I, I don't see what they're doing wrong. I see what they're thinking about. Mm -hmm. And why, I see why they're doing it wrong. And so with that silky smooth kid, you see someone swinging like that, and you just know they're afraid to hit the ball. And I was like, bro, you're afraid to hit the ball, huh? He's like, I just, I, I, and I'm like, exactly, you're afraid. I was like, you don't need to be afraid. It's okay, you're not gonna die. Mm -hmm. And so like those little mental tips of, of just like instilling it in them that they're okay and all you need to do is this, to see that little breakthrough moment of like, oh, dude, it's so fucking yeah. cool, bro.
Yeah, it's so could, cool. People, bro. people liked it. I was, I was reading some of the comments. Yeah, people liked it. Yeah, and it's good. I think it shows right who the best coach on the team is. Oh, because dog. Morgan, Morgan left the the range pretty cocky. Oh, dog! Every dude, like I didn't like you didn't really see it in the edit, but everything in the beginning of the video I said that was gonna happen came true. I was like, they're gonna be super pumped up. Morgan's gonna fucking be super excited. And then he's going to duff one on the first tee and he's going to fucking fall apart. And then Jake's going to fucking bail on him. And Griff is never going to be in on it. Griff is one of the worst coaches ever. Griff might be the worst coach in golf. There isn't a worse coach in golf than Griff fucking Pippen. I mean, like, dude, when you play with him, there's no reassurement. There's no like, hey, let's write this ship. There's no like, we got this. It is over. Like, dude, when me and him played on a team versus Stotts and Jake, like we were up three, we lost one hole, and it was just donezo after that. There was no like, all right, this is what we're going to do now to write the ship. It was just like, I don't know. Uh, we're fucked. Mm -hmm. And I knew that was going to happen. And with Jake, Jake is just ultimately the guy that will – solve the Rubik's Cube on one face and pretend all five faces are done until people see the other fucking five faces, bro. Mm -hmm. And so Jake got his one good shot, his one good face from Morgan. And it was like, yep, we're done here. We're done here. That's what he kept We're done here. Mm -hmm. We're not done here, bro. You're not done here. After the putting. You have... He didn't do anything for his mental. That's the thing. Is like you need to golf is all muscle memory, so you need that mental. Bro, he didn't do fucking jack shit for his mental game. If you talk, like, if you look at what I did for Shane, it was like it was all like, yo, just worry about this. Worry about this swing in front of you. Think about this. Block them. Like, dude, fuck all the like, oh, bro shallow your club when you're first starting out you just need something to like go off of mm -hmm. and that and that fucking confidence and you could see it bro the guy banged in the winning putt he hit a he hit like three really good shots mm -hmm. and morgan did not hit one good shot and morgan got so much hate <laughs> and and that was to be expected like i told morgan i was like bro you're gonna be the anti-hero of this video just like play into that so mm -hmm. I don't get why people like in the comments are like, dude, I don't get why Morgan's so unlikable. He's like, I mean, he's like playing the part. Yeah. He has to play the part. Morgan's cool. Real life. Oh, Morgan. Yo, big shouts out to Morgan J. Mm -hmm. Morgan J is Morgan J is the reason why I'm still in Los Angeles, bro. Like that dude, like when I moved down here was like oh, feeding me work. Like he was my agent. He still made me more money than my actual manager. <laughs> That you have to call back after this. That I have to call back after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else do we have on the docket? How much time we got left? I mean, we're at 45. But I think uh, lists all your shows. What's coming up? Aside from Portland, let's put it out in the world. So uh, yes, um, we have, um, let's see, we have, here we go. Portland tomorrow, 228 is Chicago, February 28th. That's at Zany's in Chicago. It's a very fun club. Come on out. Uh, 
March 6th, I'm in Philadelphia at um, Helium in Philadelphia. That's going to be a banging-ass show. I got the dudes from Do-Rag and the Deer Tag, Drew Montana and Naeem coming out to that. Um, very funny podcast, very funny comics. I'm fucking pumped for that show, bro. And we may go play some golf if it warms up. I may try to get you out to that because that's going to be a fucking good hang. We're going to do like their pod and shit. Those are the dudes that did the um, the golf or not the golf prank, the prank calls that I, I bit off. Yeah. Like they do these funny ass prank calls. So I can't wait to go out there and, and hang with them. And then, yeah, 322 to 323 in St. Louis at Zany's in the uh, in the downstairs room. Uh, it's like the underground comedy club small room. And it's going to be a fucking fun time, bro. Um, that being said, you can follow me on Instagram, Mark Smalls. YouTube Country Club Adjacent. And me on twitch.tv slash live. If you play COD, if you like to chat with me, um, I don't respond to DMs. I'm very bad. But what I do respond to is you and my live Twitch chat. So make sure you come on out uh, to any one of those shows. Come see us at Waste Management in Arizona this year. The whole gang's going to be there. Um, Lift God, you got anything to plug? No. Just make sure you're watching our videos, liking, subscribing. Yeah, watch our videos, bro. Like our videos. Like our, bro, watch our fucking YouTube, bro. We yeah. try so fucking hard and it's such good content. And we just haven't been able to crack the algorithm code of Bob Doe Sports yet. And but we're getting there. Follow Trough Gods. It's me and Griff's little thing on the side. I've been thinking about trying to do like a, trying to really start my YouTube channel mm -hmm. of doing like maybe like weekly vlogs. Yeah. I what do think you think so. about that? When you're on tour. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's smart. What's a good camera for a vlog camera? Uh, well, there's a lot. Sony ZVE10s, real good. Small. Shoots in 4K. Yeah. Send me that. Yeah. All right. That's about all the podcast time. It should be. We'll see you next week. these hands, yep. bro.